Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Let's Chat About Death. And I'm joined today, you should see what she's doing, on the other side of the table uh, is Annie. Hello Annie. Hello. Um, yeah, she's doing all sorts of 80s moves and whatever. Yeah, I, I can't even look at her. It's quite <laughs> funny. Um so today we are going to be doing some general questions um, and Annie has reached out to all her friends asking questions about, yeah, what, what how can you say it? Like uh, what, what questions do you have about yep. the funerals, <clears throat> uh, funeral industry, fun- like just in general? Pestle I mean that's obviously, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All four of them. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's put it out to four of them. Um, they they had a board meeting and they've discussed it. Yes, that's so, exactly right. <clears throat> and once again, we're having a can of Pepsi, <laughs> and then the air decides to come up. Um, yeah, it's and then you end up <laughs> sounding like <laughs> a bit like that. Have I ever yeah. told you my first my first call that I took when I worked at Centrelink? It was after mm. training my first ever call. Um, and I answered the phone and I said, um, oh, hello, you're speaking with Annie. Can I get your customer reference number, please? <laughs> and then burped, like, <laughs> down the line. And this guy was like, um, luckily he was now, I'm a just, good sport. <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting you know for future she will not be answering our phones, okay? <laughs> no, so you don't really. have that Brimba family funerals. This is Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so general general questions. Yes. Um, so yeah, let's start us off. Tell us what. So, um, one of my friends asked how how does a family go about, or how does a family navigate planning a funeral when they've not had a chance to speak with the deceased about their last wishes. Well, firstly, uh, that, that that becomes quite difficult because. One of the first questions that we're going to ask the family is uh, burial or cremation. And if they don't know that, then that has to live with that person <coughs> or that family for eternity, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a real hard one. It's yeah. a real hard one, especially because some people are so against one thing but not outspoken about it. I, I look at the what has been the history of the family mm-hmm. in the past, the ones that have gone, have they been buried? Have they been cremated? What's that? Um, if it's if there is a husband and wife, and the wife was cremated, it's likely the husband will probably be cremated. But yep. then again, I'm only assuming, mm-hmm. um, and that can traumatize a lot of people. That's why I, we always say, even on our episodes here, is talk about it. You only have to talk about it once. If you don't, this is the situation that you've got. But what happens if it's a a little person, like a child mm-hmm. or, um, you know, early teens or early 20s and all that? And, you know, they've lived lived a pretty fun life. It's not a, it's not a subject, I guess, that you talk to an eight-year-old about. Mm-hmm. Um, but death is meant to be a natural process. We, we can't get away with it. 
um, not unless they bring out something different. So I, I think, yeah, I, I think the family just needs to make a decision, unfortunately. Mm. Yep. Um, you know, and I guess it depends on what people believe in, but it is just their, their shell, their earthly shell. Mm -hmm. the, the soul has gone um, to wherever and, yeah, it's just a means of being able to, I guess, remove that earthly body. Mm -hmm. Be it cremation, burial, acclimation, mm -hmm. fire, you know, like, a, yeah, shot into space or <laughs> sea burial. See, that would be fun. I'd love to be shot into yeah, space. Yeah, ma imagine that, like, in, <laughs> in, you know, 100 years' time, people up there and there's been that happening and you're driving one of these little um, spaceship and things and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, <they go laughs> Roger that got, got thrown into space... A hundred years ago, was now just smashed a windscreen. <laughs> How do you do that for insurance? Like, <clears throat> what hit you? I don't know what it was, but it was human. I don't so know what it was, <laughs> but he had a great beard. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's him. He's coming back. Um, yeah. So, would that would that make sense? I think. Yeah, I think that's. Um, <sighs> Family, yeah, unfortunately it is hard. Um, there's no right or wrong with it. Um, you know, like I just took a call just before about a 96-year-old lovely lady lived a life and um, but she doesn't want a funeral. She just wanted to be cremated and then they'll do their own thing down the track, you know, and that's, that's up to them. And that's what we did with my nan. Yeah, like I think I've even had people say, oh, I'm so sorry that it's just a cremation. Like, why are you apologising to me? Mm. Like, if that's what you want, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look at you and go, oh my god, you didn't love your mum. Yeah. Like, it's like, no. Yeah, that's exactly. We right. can laugh about it, no. But, <laughs> um, but no, you 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 got to do what's right, and that's yeah. I make think, a decision. I think also it is sort of um, it it has to be comforting for families to know that. If they describe their loved one to us, yep. we can steer them in the service of, or in, in the direction of whichever service is best suited to them. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, oh, you know, dad was a real bloke's bloke, you know. Yeah. Just was very much like, oh, put me in a box and burn me, but we don't want to do that. A simple yeah. service. Yeah, You just keep, you're keeping it to, <coughs> or there might be little things around, you know, over the years that he or she has said. And you're going, yeah, I remember him. You did. We were in the shed one day, and he was telling me about something. And you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You just, you just make it whatever you need to from that. Yep. Um, <coughs> another question. Do you have another question? Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the way that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> this I is a new actually, sound effect, guys. Yeah, We're very yeah, excited. Yeah, I am. It. I'm playing it to death now. Get it? Playing it to <laughs> death. Yep. Um, um, next yeah. question. Yes. What is, what is the next question? This one um, came from another one of my wonderful friends um, and it's about taxidermy. Now, mm. she just wanted us to talk about taxidermy in general. Um, I don't know a lot about taxidermy. Neither do I. Uh, I just know that it's illegal. Yeah. But... So well, for human... For, oh yeah, for humans. Yeah. So, so animal, <laughs> um, no, no, animal thinking, taxidermy. You can do it. What happens to all these other 
No, so you have to be to taxidermy animals. You have to be licensed and trained, and have a really strong stomach. Oh, Oh, I couldn't do it. No, no. When they uh, and look, each once again, it's like what we do. There's probably people out there that going, "Oh my god, I don't know how you could deal with what you do," but I don't know if I could go in the summertime. And go and scrape a wombat off the <laughs> side of the road, and then peel and, its skin off, and do that and make it look pretty again. Yeah. Um, where they it's, dry the animal. Oh, it's oh, a real oh. art form. But, but that being Imagine said, being the yeah, that that'd be right. rough. Mm. Don't you think that people think that about us, though? Oh yeah, that's what I was just saying. Mm. You didn't listen to that bit? No, I did, no. but I'm so, I'm not, not just about that, but making them pretty. We make them pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think here we are saying, oh, you know, I couldn't do that job. And that's exactly what people would be saying out there. I yeah. can't do your job. Like, They're just sort of like a step further but I, than I us. I think, to be honest, animals have a different smell mm-hmm. than what humans do. Mm-hmm. I can 100% yeah. Absolutely. put that down. Mm-hmm. So, But the human smell is better. Then, yeah. Oh, actually, no. You know what? I oh, gotta say no, that's no. subjective. I would rather I would rather smell a decomposed animal over a decomposed human any day, any day. Mm. Well, I think I think that it's not so much the when, smell. Yeah, it's the confrontation that my body will possibly end up doing that. Mm. I think it's that my body's not going to make the same smell that a cane toad makes. You know. And dead cane toads, they smell. You know, because you're also from North Queensland. (laughs) Yeah, mate. They reek. That is like the worst smell in the world. (laughs) And I would rather, I would Mm. rather take. But saying that we do not harm any animals, we do not. Well, not not now. No, Um, not not since growing up. But it was, yeah, unfortunately, it was just. But there was, yeah, there was a huge cull. It's like when people like with kangaroos and Mm. deer and. because deer is real. You do know that, don't you? I know that now. Yeah. Thank you. So just for the listeners <laughs> out there. Um, I thought that... And yeah, I go thought, on. I thought that deer were fictional for a really long yeah. time. Yeah. And when I found out they were Bambi. real, I thought they only lived mm. in Alaska. And I thought yeah. they only... They had white dots on their bums, uh, all y- of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. That was yeah. me when I found out the deer were real. Oh. And then I saw that there was one in, in Albert Park and I was like, oh, that's 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 close. That is oh, yeah. metro Melbourne. It's like sitting on your couch. Imagine yeah. that. You know, like you, you come home after a hard day and you <laughs> go, oh, Bob, what are what? you doing? He goes, oh, I just thought I'd watch, catch up on a bit of Netflix. Yeah. I just um, wanted to watch Bambi. Yeah, you could have left your antlers outside though. Yeah, exactly. Needed to do that. So, um, sorry, back to back yeah, to taxidermy. To taxidermy. Um, um, it's not it's not legal anywhere in the world because of the regulations around handling human remains and human organs. It's mm. completely illegal for a taxidermist to even attempt to taxidermy. But a person. you know, you think over time when you look at history, there has been people, even though it was illegal, but people. There was like serial killers out there that were doing this sort of stuff. Like, remember we discussed Ed Ed Gein? I think that's how you said it. Yeah, you know, going and like, you know, and and maintaining the like the organs or preserving them and making the guy who who used a who used his she was like a young woman neighbor when she Mm. passed away. He 
dug up the grave and pretty much turned That's right. into a paper yeah. mache doll. Yeah. Well, well no. <laughs> um, so yeah, not not something that will ever ever be legalized. No. Um, uh, I do know there was a country, and we did talk about it on another episode, but of a country that that allowed people to donate their bodies to art mm-hmm. or the the arts, where they actually did quite similar mm-hmm. things to taxidermy but made people out of furniture or like into furniture. Made, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the grandfather clock. Mm, yeah, no, no. I, I I still have dreams about that stuff. You just you just don't. You don't do that. No. That's um, some, that's something that I reckon once you see that you'll never be able to unsee it. No. Um so what are some of the things that that you should avoid doing or saying at funerals, do you think? This one is a bit of a negative one. The rest should be pretty lighthearted, hopefully. But this one is very we're putting on our angry pants now. Yeah. Don't say don't don't say that they deserved it. Nobody's going, Oh, they deserve to die. But saying stuff like, Oh, I I told I told her to stop smoking a pack a day, you know, that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, That's yeah. implying the yeah. implication of oh, well, what did she expect? Yeah. You know, she deserved it. Things like that. They're not helpful to anybody. Yeah. You're not. Should have stopped eating. You should be exercising more. Yeah. You should be, you know, like you if know you enjoy what? life, you enjoy life. Exactly whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I mean, you you could you could be an athlete, absolute mm-hmm. solid rock. And we've seen this in history too, where athletes. You know, and footy guys are out there and they all of a sudden have a cardiac arrest. They're eating the right food, mm-hmm. they're drinking the right drink, mm-hmm. they're doing all the exercise, they're doing that, and then they go bang, done. Yep. So, um, you know, doctors have said that for someone that has smoked a packet a day or whatever, um, shouldn't stop because if they do, they're going to die. Yep, pretty so much. So continue um, going along, yeah. Um, don't compare somebody else's grief to yours so i've actually seen this a couple times where somebody will talk about and they're not Mm. they're not like oh well you know it could be worse which is you shouldn't say that anyway but it's stuff like oh well you know you were 40 when your dad died i was only 10 oh yeah yeah. okay congratulations that's like thank you thank you for um yeah making it all be about you exactly right um yeah yeah, no, yeah. That, that's, that's – it's irrelevant. Look, I understand that people people um, discuss differently. I mm. know that I when, – when somebody is – when somebody is sharing something with me, yeah. I, I use my own personal experiences yeah. to show that I relate to them. And yeah. sometimes that's not appreciated and so I've tried to stop doing it. Um, but that is one yeah. circumstance where I would never ever – when it comes to death or when it comes to grief, yeah. it is one circumstance where I'm never like, oh, well – Okay, your dad died, but my granddad died seven years ago, you know, so yeah. I can relate. That's not, you know what I mean? And I understand that some people, um, especially neurodivergent people, yeah. <coughs> they use. That's the word of the week. Neurodivergent. Yeah. It's the word of every day yeah. for me, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, um, they, they use, or we use um, our own experiences yeah. to relate. But I just think that funerals and death and that sort of like death grief yeah. is where you shouldn't. Oh yeah, definitely. Because it's that's that's theirs. Mm. Three years down the track, if you're discussing your dead father, and I bring up 
my dead grandpa. Yeah, it's sure. different. We're having yeah. a conversation. Yeah. But I'm not going to come to you on the day of your dad's funeral and go, yeah. oh, well, my grandpa died seven years ago, so I know what you're going through. Yeah, no. Nah. Because it's not helpful for anybody. No. <clears throat> yes, so avoiding comparisons. Mm-hmm. There are There are times not necessarily to compare but to discuss um, and bringing your own grief into somebody else's funeral is not very nice. Oh, another one was everything happens for a reason. Oh, it was destiny. It's going to happen. Um, it, it was just his time. This was God's mm, time for him. And we have discussed <coughs> it on a podcast before, mm-hmm. um, you know. But look, it, it is one of those things and – I'm just going to read something here. You know, don't tell families that their loved one is in a better place. Now, in one way, mm, I can see both ends of it because it's like this person could have been suffering. I think that I think that it depends. It's a circumstance. I yeah. know that um, I've seen it a lot in um, particularly Christian families. Yeah, where. <clears throat> There was there was a funeral that we actually did. I think it was my second funeral with Bremba. Yeah. Um, and the daughter kept saying, "Oh, well, she's she's with her Lord. She's in a better place." I think in that case, if if that is something that you know that I'm, I mean, regardless, I probably wouldn't say it. But I think in that case, if it's something that the family genuinely believes, like they yeah. genuinely believe that you know, yeah. Um, this person is is with. That they're God with their. But you think savior. that the better place, and yeah, <coughs> being is that would be nice mm. to be with your family that's here. Yeah, like that would be. It would a better be, thing, yeah. but you know, if they do have a belief, um, the other thing is too, like we're saying, if if the person has suffered a long time, um, you know, then I would say, look, you know, at least they're now free of all that suffering exactly. and that pain. But um, I would never say that they're in a better place. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's the what's the mm. next one there? You got the My last point is just to offer the family love and comfort. Don't try to be a therapist, don't try to pull out clichés such as you know they're in a better place or everything will be okay because at the moment the Yeah, he's gone now, mate. Just move on. Exactly. At the moment yeah. for them everything is not okay no, it's and not. they think that the better place is with them. Yeah. So just being there, showing your love and support and mm. comforting the family is the best thing that you can do for them. Definitely. And the sentiment will mean more to them than any words that you could say. Yeah. Any, unless it's, I love you. There, there is, yeah, there's so many other different words and sayings and things like that. Um, and I think, I think it just depends on how you've been brought up mm-hmm. um, or that it's the automatic response to just say blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, my God, I've said it, you know. And and I think the person that is grieving, and it depends on what stage they're at, will depend on how they compute that in their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that text can can say something totally different to what it was intended to be. Uh, same with speech. Once you've said it, it's too late. Yep. You, can't, you can't go back and say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. Um yeah. Because that's how you said it. Um, the um, Just moving on here now, state funerals. We've had quite a few around uh, Melbourne over the last probably six to 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you, you asked the question of who, who 
deals with all of that. Like how to how does this all happen? Now the state funerals that I've been on, I have never arranged any because you know I wasn't of that caliber at the time. Mm-hmm. It's normally the high end that do it. Um, the government then reaches out to the family and then they make a decision of where they go. Now, normally it is a large provider um, because they've got, you know, all the cars, they've got all the mm-hmm. uh, hearses, they've got all that. Uh, but that doesn't mean that if some a family said, you know, if a well, well-known person said, oh, well, I want Brember to do, uh, deal with it, then we can. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's just normally looked at as a, as a larger provider rather than a, than a medium. Um, so the family still gets – obviously it's their loved one. So the, the state is only there to, to do the, the logistics of it, mm-hmm. venue, where we're going to do it. Does the state pay for it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have certain restrictions that they have to abide by, but it will be, okay, well, what type of flowers do you want? Like the, the arrangement still happens as per what we normally do mm-hmm. and then the bill's just sent to the government. But we then liaise, okay, well, St. Patrick's is going to be like we had for Father Bob, um, will be this date, this time, that works in best for everyone. Uh, The media can get there, everyone can get there, everything's beautiful, let's go. Mm -hmm. Right? So, um, but yeah, if the family decided, no, well, we don't want um, TB or we don't want LP, well, we're going to go with Brember or whatever, you know? Um, I don't think I've seen that happen, but you never know what's down the track. Yeah. You know, hopefully one day that we're, we're um, you know, grand and, and that we get the honour of being able to perform one because that, be, that would be magical. I've been on them. Is there, is, there a, is there a state funeral that you've wished that you had been on? Um. Just trying to think the the last state one I was on. Um, oh, it was a long time ago. They're just interesting, mm. and they're grand. Like you're meeting or seeing a lot of people that you know it could be the prime minister, it might be local celebrities, it could be actors uh, like Barry Humphreys and all of that. You know, like um, you know, I've seen the prime minister. I've seen yeah, I've seen actors. I've seen um, you know, other MPs and and clergy and all sorts of people mm. that and and the gangland people too, um, add on these funerals. So it's a it's a eye opener, mm. and you got to concentrate on what you're doing because you, you could sit in the corner going, oh, did you see that person? Oh, that's you know, but you, you have to. It's mm. um, but wow, what an experience! Or I had the job of driving. I think it was car number six, um. Driving like the the great grandkids around, you know, because mm. uh, obviously we wouldn't have been allowed up the front because you know they they you know certain amount of experienced drivers were at the front. Mm-hmm. I was car number six, and it was great being in a cortege with two hearses. Um, one had flowers in it, and the other one had the body in it. Um, family cars, and then a huge convoy of other cars coming, and it was just magic. <laughs> It's it's hard to explain it, but pulling up to a family home with six cars and just all the and the media, mm. um, you know, you had to make sure that you didn't split your pants. <laughs> <laughs> you 
<laughs> that'll be on Channel Seven. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, but standards, standards, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, you had to be on on your top of your game. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can just imagine. And it's not. Yeah, normally the hierarchy, general managers, and all that are the ones that deal with it. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's just it's a funeral arrangement. It doesn't yeah. really change what we physically do. It just means that the state pays for it. Yeah, it's just a lot just grander. Just a little bit grander. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Um, this was a this was a good question. Um, are there any recent advances in how we work, or has or have that have funerals always been done this way? Now I can't speak for this one because I've only been in the industry a year. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> compared to you, yeah. Um, I've only been in the industry a year, so I can't really speak to this one. There's probably more than what I'm about to say here, but the ones that sort of came out at the time were, you know, since I've started in the industry, there's been more more women entering it. Now, I think, to be honest, it is the most fantastic thing to ever happen with our industry. Mm-hmm. Now, the only women that I remember when I first started was receptionist and the tea ladies. Mm-hmm. Very rarely would you see a man behind the reception counter or would be dishing up tea and coffee and scones and jam, which were very nice, by the way, yeah. and the um, chicken and chive sandwiches. How um, good are the chicken and chive sandwiches? Oh, my God, <laughs> I used to. I I love – so whenever we did a funeral um, mm. at the chapel, yeah. at the place that I used to work, yeah. the tea lady – would um, if sandwiches were left over, she'd put all the chicken ones on a plate for me. Yeah, you'd go, oh, nice, thank you. Like very, very nice. Oh. Um, but yeah, they were they were the only positions that the ladies would be in. We did have a couple of girls um, <laughs> that were drivers, and they were looked at like, oh, well, you can't lift. You can't do this, but I will tell you now. I've been on the van with with these ladies, and and I, you know, you sort of go with what you've heard, <coughs> but they could lift far more than what I could. Um, but their approach towards families, their mm-hmm. their their fe- um, their female sense of things, like when it comes to children, and I don't know. It's and that's why I I've only had basically women within my organisation, you know, because that's what I want. That's the direction. Um, the males that we have had are being, yeah. I will say, and I've, I've not arranged a funeral. No. Um, but I will say that from what, I've, from what I've noticed, the women that I've worked with who have arranged funerals have just had a softer touch i've worked with beautiful beautiful men who have been arrangers mm. the i only know two male arrangers yeah. but they are the most beautiful boys oh, ever no. <coughs> okay sorry i know three I forgot oh, about you, oh you weren't oh okay is that <laughs> I right know three yep mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. are the most beautiful three people in the yep. world oh there you go <laughs> yeah but women just have yeah, oh, there's, there's just there's, there's a different thing. So, to to have yeah to have women within the industry has been a has been a huge thing, mm-hmm. um, but also I think because of injuries and things like that, there has then also been a higher OHNS um, 
standard increase. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've now got grave uh, covers. You've got shoring that goes into the grave to make sure that the grave doesn't collapse. You've mm-hmm. got, um, you know, different lowering straps and lowering devices are different and they're not tending to put graves on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Like we made comment, I think, one day when we went past, oh, I think it might have even been in Cranbourne, you know, how the graves, like to get a grave down the middle of these, yep. you would have to straddle on top of the other graves to yep. get over. And there, that's not There wasn't right. even between some of these graves, between the foot end of, of Joe's grave and yep. the head end of Hilda's grave. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know them? Yeah, I do. Because, oh, My yeah. best, best mates. Um, it, it wasn't even, you know, it wasn't even as thick as my calf. No, 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 no. That no. being said, I've got beef Big. calves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so standards, yeah, standards for OH&S. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Uh, but it's because someone has either done something really silly or uh, an injury has happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, they've had grave diggers go into a grave and it's just collapsed on them. Um, like, you know, someone down the beach, they go and dig a hole and mm-hmm. think that it's really good to cover themselves in sand. But it's not because no, that's good. like it could be half a tonne worth of sand that you've just now plopped on top of yourself. Yep. And once that sand or soil, once you breathe out, that soil compresses. Mm-hmm. So they always say if you ever do get like stuck in a situation like that, keep your air like exhale, like inhale and take short breaths in and out, in and out, in and out mm-hmm. to keep your chest wide. Um, yeah. The other the other big, 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 big thing is price increase. Oh, my God. Um, every three minutes, everyone wants to up their price. Cremations, burials, like the cost of burials now is just – Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think in one way you, you, it's become really greedy now, you know, like um, a cremation when I first started was $500 and even then I would go, oh, jeez, that's expensive for a cremation. It's like, oh, my God, now what is it, $1,200 or something? Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you're using it. And look, you know, you got to pay what you got to pay. Like, um, but, yeah, increase on everything. Catering, like $25 per person. For tea, coffee, and biscuits, and and a few sandwiches, like it, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a rot in in some. But once again, you want to be buried, you want to be cremated, you want this, you want that certain thing. You've got to pay it. Exactly right. Um, that's why we try to keep our fees fairly constant and flat, so it's it's maintained tr- very transparent with that. Um, but you know, we've only had to up our price. A couple of times, mm-hmm. um, but because the big boys put theirs up, or like with the cemeteries and all that, we've got to. Because if not, it's starting to dig into, you know, everything else. Um, and like I said, there's probably there's probably other things that have really really happened. I mean, even I mean, even to the point of vehicles, mm-hmm. like to go and buy a brand new um, stretched car, like be it uh, a Chrysler or a Mercedes or whatever. I mean, even the old days of Ford um, and Holden is minimum quarter of a million dollars. Minimum. So expensive. For what? A, vi- a car that's going to depreciate? Mm. No. No, 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 no. You know, look, if I thought if you had all the bells and whistles, 
like what some of these cars out there do now, and it was a hundred grand. Yeah, okay, sweet, but not not like that again. Like you know, but once again, car prices have gone up. That means then they have to stretch it. They have to do everything. But I inquired about uh, uh, they called it the economy or budget hearse. I thought beautiful. Let's get a price. That was that was a quarter of a million dollars. What? Yeah, that's the budget. You like, didn't pay a quarter of a million dollars for oh, those. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, pay good price for them. Yeah, um, they're good hearses. They're but great. I don't. Yeah, I mean even even uh, cars that are um, what's uh, Wendy? That's a ninety six. Yeah, so even like early two thousands are still going for eighty thousand dollars. No. No, 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 no. Um, I I look at it as though that it's a car. At the end of the day, it's just a station wagon that's been stretched a bit. I'm not going to pay any more than, you know, I haven't paid any more than ten grand for any of the cars. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a bargain. Um, so I think stretch was around four thousand. Yeah. Uh, Wendy was six, seven, I think. The wagon downstairs that was six. The van. That was probably about 15 to 16. Um, but other than that, no. Other than that, four cars yeah. for your company and you've spent less than a half of oh, yeah. what yeah, yep, definitely. other people were spending yep. on one, one vehicle. Car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's when their prices go up mm-hmm. because they've got to maintain the payments on that car. Mm-hmm. Then they've got a you know, their rent or their mortgage or whatever else on that. Like... You don't need to spend a lot of money to provide to provide that. And I sat on it and I sat on it for a while and um, Stretch was going to be a lot higher than that. I think originally it had a 10 grand price tag on it. I went, no, not for an 88. Mm -hmm. No way. No, no, no. Um, And, yeah, okay, I've spent a little bit on it but not a lot. Um, It's never – none of our cars have been like fully stripped down and polished properly. They've all just been using the the products that we've got now, and, and just maintaining they it. They look wonderful. Um, so prices go up, OHS changes. Um, you know, more women, mm-hmm. equal opportunity for everyone. Um, different cultures coming into the business. One thing that I am excited to see is more women in the mortuary. Yeah, if that'll ever happen, but. Um, I, I've only really ever seen women in the mortuary. Really? Yeah. I've only ever seen men. Yeah. Uh, it, well, I mean, there's been men, but there's been more females doing mortuary work than men. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know, yeah, I don't know the reason, but they were pretty weird and wacky people. You know what I mean? Mm. You, could, you could tell why they were doing what they were doing, but they were gorgeous people. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, and and smart. And that's how I learnt a lot of my trade was, you know, smooth talking the, the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll help you embalm that one. <laughs> Doing a great job there, love. Yeah. That's really funny because like, I, I, I was told that I would have to work harder than anybody else because it's a male-dominated. That's true. <clears throat> yes, you do. No. <laughs> I was told by Chris, yeah, Chris no, Brember, Brember told me I wasn't no, good enough. No, um, no, like <laughs> just because people are female doesn't mean, yeah, like for us, like for me, it's like 
What's the difference between you doing the job and me doing the job? Nothing. Same, same. You know what I mean? You see me getting down and getting my hands dirty too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, try to get out of it if I can. Like, um, <laughs> no, I will say that that's one yeah. thing that I appreciate about – I mean, there's lots of things I appreciate about Come on, you. tell me tell me how you really feel. <laughs> well, it's just that um, I, I've really appreciated that Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting a bit sick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being too nice? No, to you? Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> 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 no, I just mm. I, I appreciate that you help out in the business as much as the rest of us instead of sitting in an office yeah. all day. See, I was always taught, and I think this is changes too. All the advances, mm-hmm. uh, advances, advances. Yeah, I'm thinking of vultures, um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I remember a boss. And it was back when I was managing at Target. My very first store manager that I loved, absolutely, I thought he was bee's knees. He said to me, you know what? He says, being a manager doesn't mean that you just sit in your gold chair and just do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only got leather, so I'm not quite at gold yet. <laughs> but he said, if we're all equal every day, until your role need you need to step up to be manager. Mm-hmm. So, and on funerals, they don't know who's who no. unless they read our name badge. But other than that, no one is different. And why should I get you to go and do something that I'm not willing to do myself? Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I'll show you how I want things done because that's how I've been trained or how I like things to be done. Mm-hmm. Um you know, open to suggestions. That's what we're here to do. Like if it's going to make our job a lot easier, then fantastic. But I think when Steve, my manager, told me that, you know, we're all equal until we need to step up is is exactly how it should be, you know. Um, so, you know, I, we've all had those bosses that have just, you know, delegate, delegate or micromanage and mm-hmm. you just say, well, why don't you freaking come down and give us a hand? Like. You know, I was very outspoken back in the day. I didn't tolerate people that would just sit on their bum and do nothing. Mm. You know, you got to do it. Like when 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 the numbers are down or someone's running sick, you got to come down and help us clean a car, or you need to like help. Like, yeah. Um, but that's that's changed. That whole thing has changed um, with with society too. You know. Um, what's another question? Um, do the lack of regulations affect changes in procedure in the funeral industry? And this is a two-parter. Um, are there any solid procedures, like universal procedures across the industry? Well, the funeral industry in itself isn't 100% regulated. Mm-hmm. There is certain things that we follow because it's what we've all been taught to do. Mm-hmm. But it is easy for someone to just go and open up a funeral home and have it in their garage. Yep. Unless someone reports you or there's a smell, mm-hmm. no one's going to know. Yep. Exactly. Um, now, saying that, you know, obviously we've been permitted to be where we are. Mm-hmm. There's other funeral directors ama- uh, around Melbourne that aren't permitted because they think they can get away with it. Yep. Um, but if they do get caught, then it's a huge council fine. It's yep. not. Um, so, you know, I, I think there is associations around... 
which in the early days I probably thought, you know what, that'd be nice to to be a part of, but it's not any longer. No. <laughs> it's it's all it is cosmetic. Is, is money, yeah. It's it's meant to bring the work in, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and you've got other funeral directors coming along and looking at your premises. Now, I don't really want any other funeral directors coming in and snooping around and going, oh, I don't like that, or you're not going to pass until this is done. Like who gives them the right mm-hmm. to tell me how I do that? Now, if I've got something that is an OH&S issue or safety issue or I don't have a cool room, I don't have running water, fine, tell me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how you should have. These funeral homes that don't operate with running water and don't have their own mortuary and don't have their own cool rooms should be shut down. I'm going to tell you, 100% (coughs) should not be operating as a funeral home. We have families that say, do you have your own mortuary? Do you have your own cool room? Yes, I do. Fantastic. Then you must be a reputable one. Because all of the other directors are running out of like what the, the other day when we, you know, there's four directors running out of one location. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, because that's when that's when the system fails, mm-hmm. you know. Um, saying that, I did start, I was sharing a facility with someone when I first started, but I only was only doing one or two a month. Like I wasn't, you know, 30s, 40s or whatever, you know. So, but I was lucky that someone did that. But my... My projected thing was I was going to get out of there. Yeah. I was going to get my own vehicles. I was going to do that. Yeah. You know, for me to have two facilities side by side and the cars and what the future is going to lead, that's a big thing for me. You know, I'll often stand out there and go, wow, like did I think I'd have two hearses and a wagon and a van? No, I didn't. But I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they may not be top of the range but they're top of the range for my level. You know what I mean? As you were saying before about that it's – long as it's a beautiful car and it's a safe car for people to travel in, then it's fine. Exactly um, right. So, yeah, I'm not going to let some association come in and tell me how I'm going to no, do it. Does it affect not. my numbers? No, it doesn't. And especially because it's uh, – the particular association that I'm speaking about yeah. is not a governing body. So no, it's, it's not. not. It's no. not enforcing any regulations. No. It's not enforcing any legalities. All yeah. it is is so that you get – the pretty stamp on the yeah, bottom of your it. website. Yeah, yeah. It, it is the, purely cosmetic. The um, There was going to be a, a huge um, thing in regards to things being regulated but people got a little bit scared or have never dealt with it before. Mm. So these government bodies are going, well, we, we don't know anything about it. We don't, yeah, we don't know what So they're going to go out and ask the big boys... Because the big boys are the ones that control everything. Well, they're not. No. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't know if I want the big boys regulating. No, no. The industry. Prime example: we've got a local crematorium cemetery to us, to where we are here. Mm-hmm. They built this state-of-the-art. Um, well, it was at the time, state-of-the-art mortuary, cool rooms, viewing rooms, the whole box and dice, all of these beautiful um, location rooms. So you can go and. Do your arrangements as independent funeral homes. Um, did I agree with it? Probably not because then you, you could have 15 funeral directors running out of that and you're fighting for more tree space. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can't use that space anymore. It's actually never, ever been used. Um, really? Yeah. And the reason is because um, 
the large boys complained about it and took it to the media mm. and said, well, we can operate as a funeral home doing it this way, then every other funeral director needs to do that. Mm. But those funeral directors that were complaining had been around for 100 years, so they've got the goodwill, you know what I mean? So you can yep. you can say whatever you want, but the ones that, that can't afford to be in, you know, locations, you know, are they are they starting out and they're legit or are they doing it to use and abuse? But, yeah, and you know the cemetery um, and it's all hidden behind doors. You don't even know it exists. You can I walk in there and you'd have no idea where it is. No, um, I didn't. I've, yeah. If it's the cemetery I'm thinking of, I've never heard of this before yeah. in my entire so life. So they've got this beautiful location and no, it'll never be used, ever. Wow. Yeah, yeah, ever get used because of, because of the big boys. So, but I am a true believer that if you are going to start a business, you've got to do things by yourself, yeah. you know. If it was something that you needed to fix something in a mortuary, then that facility or wherever, or you want to hold that body overnight, they've got the storage facility, great, I can see that. You need mortuary space, then go in there, do what you need to do with the body and then bring it out. Yep. Fantastic. But to hold it there and run from there, I mean, we could do arrangements at that cemetery. We can do it at any cemetery. But they've got, you know, these these rooms that we can use if we need to. Mm. Um, interview families or whatever there, we can do it all there, you know. But it was just a waste of money really for them to do it because mm. uh, everyone was for it and then nah, as soon as open doors, they went, nah. And if you don't pin it, then we're going we're gonna to go to the press and so they had to. Mm, that's horrible. Um... And the second part there is um, what's the most common question families ask? No, that wasn't part of that, was there? Um, it was oh, any, any solid procedure. Yeah. So solid procedures is basically, yeah, we do follow a certain one and I think it's just because that's how we've been trained. Once again, you do things in life that you've been shown. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is it correct? Well, it works. So... Is it the best? I think everyone then adapts their way to what they want it to be. Yep. Yeah. Um, so what's that next question? The one um, that I just read out just before. <laughs> what's the most common um, question that families ask when they come in or when they come to well, us? What do you reckon it would be? Um, Where's the toilet? How are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I've driven a long way and I need to use the ladies. Yes. Um, um, do you have coffee? have coffee yeah if you'd see? like to come down for a coffee yeah please. see that's um what i have experienced most is actually not any of the ones that we've got listed here but asking um is mum here is mum is mum in your mortuary right now is nan in your well i hope so because she was this morning yeah, yeah um yeah no it's they want to know that where they are at is exactly where they're at exactly you know? They want to know that they know where mum is. Because with us we know exactly where they are. But for the larger companies, um, and, I, and I take it even some of the other independents that may have been bought out by other funeral homes too, mm -hmm. they'll have central mortuaries. Yep. So if you go to say Berwick, mm -hmm. for example, and they say, oh, yeah, but mum's at Berwick, and you go, mm, no. They go, oh, yeah. I said, no, 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 they'll be at, you know, they might be down the street mm -hmm. at their central mortuary. It won't be physically at that branch. Mum will be brought to that branch overnight. Mm 
in a big. But Mama's kept two blocks away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think people like the comfort of knowing, okay, if I drive past you, I know that mum's there. Yeah, I think that I'd, I'd like that comfort. Yeah. Which Rather is than, where's mum? Oh, Albury. One of the reasons <laughs> why I would never... My grandma, all she has ever wanted is to for her funeral to be done by one particular company. Yeah. After seeing the way that the company works, yeah. I won't be... No. She, she no. will not be going there. Not only that, but my family is never going to be able to afford to yeah. give my grandma the funeral that she deserves yeah. with that company. Yeah. So I will be going to an independent. Yeah. This is up in Queensland. Yeah. I know who I'm going to yeah. when she passes away. Um, and I will be going to an ind- I will be going to an independent. I won't be going to the company that she wants. No. But also because I well, I know the family of where I'd like to send her. Yeah. Um, my best friend is their cleaner. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. I know that they have their own mortuary and that they run out of there. And yeah, and that's have. how it should be. Yep. You know, you, you have a funeral home. That's what it is. It's a home for, for exactly all of us. Exactly right. Exactly. Um, and how are you, you going to, you know, bring someone into the care of your funeral home but then mm. send them two blocks away? No, where no, they're, that's ridiculous. You know, the other, the other thing that I get quite regular is, okay, yep, all right, we're sitting down. Let's get down to the brass, uh, brass tacks. What's the, what's the price? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's like they just want a figure. It's like, well, we've got to go through a little bit more of the process before we can give that. But the price that we're going to give you is not going to change. That's no. it. Unless you change things along the way. But mm-hmm. it'll be well and truly that. So price is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you said, where the loved one's going to be. And do we do our own more true you know, um, and yes, you know, uh, you know, do I have to pay extra if you have to dress mum, or can I dress mum? And of course you can. Mm-hmm. You know, where will that happen? It'll be in our mortuary, or it'll be here. You know, we now got the space downstairs to do that as well. So, you know, that can that can be done. Um, but transparency, absolutely. Like, I'm not hiding anything. You want to come in, you want to see what we do and how we do it, come in. Mm-hmm. Come in and see it. And we've know? got a beautiful mortuary. Um, we've got a wonderful mortuary. You know, I mean, I I know of the style of how, which is quite grand and whatever, but that's just me being, you know, like oh, the wish, you know, the wish thing. But would it make, without paying a crap load of money, would it make what I do better? No. No. No, it won't. It's just, it's just look, that's all. I have always stood by this, but I think that it doesn't matter how much money you spend. You can have all the gear and no idea. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't matter that how rhymed. much. I know. Wow. I know. My brother used to say, and my mum used to say it to my brother all the time, because every yeah. time he decided he wanted to, to do a sport, he'd go out and he'd buy the most expensive of everything. My yeah. mum would always go, Blake, you've got all the gear but no idea. <laughs> so it's really drilled into my brain. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah you, can, you can have the most, you know, state-of-the-art facilities and mm. the biggest mortuary in the entire world. But if you don't know what you're doing, you can't provide a good dignifying no. service. And you know, as long as it's clean and tidy, exactly. you know, and it doesn't have the last person's stuff all over it, yeah, um, and that you're giving them the best wash and dress, and you're using mm-hmm. good products rather than dishwashing liquid. Yep. Um, I mean, we use NAC products. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I only just started using NAC products on my hair again. But yeah. we, we use products that um, I use myself. So, yeah, moisture work is a big thing. Cool room, you know, maintaining of that, making sure that's just because you're not, you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's lots out there that, mm-hmm. that aren't doing what they're meant to be doing because they're lazy. You know, right. and and, and, and I got a big shock thing. when you came across telling me how your old company used to do things, and yeah, that's that's um, and they and they charge families for it. That to me is that karma train's coming, and and I'm a true believer of that. I'm driving the bus. I'm driving it. It's a big bus. <laughs> <laughs> of all the people that I think, you know what? It's going to come. It's yeah. it's really you. You don't do what's right by the people and the deceased. It's coming. I will say when I first started working here and, I mean, my first day you put me in the mortuary and you were like, okay, prep this person for yeah. me. I'd never been given that level of trust. I've never been encouraged yeah, no, to have that that was level that was a bad decision. Confidence. But, um, you know. Wow. Not a bad decision. Yeah, that was just, you that know. That was a good decision. <sighs> Don't yeah, make everybody think like, that I'm bad at my go. job. <laughs> that was a good decision, Chris. Take that back. What did you just <laughs> say before about not being able to take back what you've said? I've said it now. It's out there. No. Um, um, yeah. But, yeah, seeing the way that, you know, the way that you just immediately trusted me to yeah. take care of somebody. The thing is, too, that you don't learn unless you, you unless get in and doing. do it. You know, I mean, I've, I've always learnt by the look. And the feel and the touch, not uh, like unless I'm really, really into it, I, I won't read a lot. No. Um, and I'm and a, I think that was just as a kid, I never I'm really, a, I'm yeah. A, I'm a doer. Yeah. Get get me in there, show me how to do it, or talk to me about why we do what we do mm-hmm. and what uh, anatomy and physiology, what what does that come into what I'm doing here? Yeah. That's how I've learned. That's how I can teach you guys too. Um. Yeah. I think um, we'll do we'll do one more, um, yep. and then because we're we're nearly at the hour, and you guys are probably like, yeah, probably falling asleep. I um, think the last one we should do should be this nice little one. Ooh. What are some things that you would want to take with you, whether you're buried or cremated? Yeah, yeah. Look, one of the big things I reckon I would want is a is a photo of my family. Yeah. Um, I do have a lot of puppets at home, but I think like we've got a puppet at home that's thirty five years old. So for me, my kids have got an interest in them, yeah. and I reckon they go. You know, they were dads, and we've played with them. And but there's certain puppets that I won't use because they're, they're the kids. Yeah. You know? Like if I use it, it doesn't doesn't tend to work as good as how they use it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, picture of family or something like that. You know, the rest of it I'm going to see. When I leave, you know what I mean. Hopefully, yeah. No one's ever come back to say, um, "Yeah, like Jesus is second coming," um, or you know, any of the other gods that have come. You know, mm. it's um, yeah. So I, I reckon just that to go with me—that's a comfort yep. thing. Um, yep, what did you have? Um, I would want to. So I would want to still be wearing my ring with my dog's ashes. My dog's not dead yet. 
by the way, my dog's still very much alive. But if she does, then the but dog... But if she does die, <laughs> which she yeah. will. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got in my head the other day she's five years old in July. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tearjerker. Yeah. Like, oh, no. It's not long five to years go. Yeah. 11 years only. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'd probably still wear the... I'd, I'd take mm. the ashes jewellery with me, but I'd also want our ashes to be mixed together. Yeah. At the end. Into some pepper shakers. Into some pepper shakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no. look, pe- people have put, yeah, photos, they've put photo albums, they've put, um, you know, alcohol, um, they've put golf, like a partial golf club, golf mm. balls, tennis rackets, fishing rod. All sorts. Um, All sorts. You just can't create glass. No, but burial, you know, you can do whatever oh, yeah, you want. Oh, yeah, burial, you can put anything um, Oh, yeah, like, I've, yeah, I've seen a lot. Um, drawings from the family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all sorts. I did a really, really beautiful burial with Danny mm. at the start of this year. And um, the woman's family brought all of these photos yeah. of the family. And they all wrote... Um, like on one part of the coffin they all wrote little notes and then they stuck photos all over the coffin and then the coffin and the photos and the notes got lowered. It was really Oh, beautiful. into the ground. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really really beautiful. You know. Um and look, sometimes you know when you think of what what things you want to be uh buried or cremated with, there's a lot of family members that go, "Well, I'm I'm going with you." Mm-hmm. And they want to get into the grave. I've only seen that a couple of times where they've nearly gone in. Yeah. And luckily, we've been there. If not, that would have... And talking about OH&S, mm. far out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I cannot get over people who do not supervise their children around graves. Well, I think because other there's other people around that... But it's like, it's your responsibility. Yeah, it's not kids. Um, you know, and it's all good. You know, if people wish to bring their children, they've got to be aware of the the issues. Or the safety issues, yep, you know. Or oh, where's your kid? I don't know. Where's Where's Brian? Have you seen Brian? Probably in the grave. Yes, <laughs> he's got him. Brian's in. gone for a dip. Yeah, he's got. Oh look, Granddad's hand. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, hmm, I think that'll do us That's for today. Um, yeah, but thank you very much, Annie. For thank you. your words of wisdom today. That's right. And, and thank yeah. you to all of my friends who sent me questions. Yeah, oh yeah, no. But our friends, yeah, it's it's, it's hard to I mean we we've got a lot of information, but it's knowing what people want to listen to and yep. and all of that. So I hope it's helped. If not, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> too bad, so sad. Tune in yeah, next week tune, though. <laughs> yeah. For all the things that Chris and Annie stuffed up on this episode. Oh yeah, we've so, still got a, um, we've still got a whole other. We've list. got a whole lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, she's been typing away. I thought she was just pretending to type. No, but no, she was typing away. So very good. All right. Well, thank you very much. And um, what are we doing that for? I have no idea. <laughs> um, thank you very much, and we will see you next time. Or we'll, we'll yeah, we'll talk to you next time. You yeah. won't see me next time. But no. Anyway. Enjoy. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.